1: What's up, everybody? This is your host, Adam Force. Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast show today. So we're going to talk to Dana Rosenberg. Um, she's a special guest and director of the Kine Foundation. You've probably heard of Kine Snacks before, um, maybe even had a few Kine Bars I know I've had a lot of them because they're awesome. Um, part of the mission for the kind uh, for Kind Snacks and the Kind Foundation is to spread kindness. Um, they take this very seriously, and they're doing a lot of cool stuff. So we're going to talk about some of the initiatives there they're uh, executing and why they're doing that and why it's important and just kind of unpack that they also have done programs where they support entrepreneurship um, and they're really making a big difference so we were excited to get in touch with these guys and talk about the work they're doing and share their stories so last but not least before we dive into this conversation remember our edition with Guy Kawasaki is now out if you stop by our Facebook page We do have an awesome video and a 25% off opportunity for an annual subscription. And guys, the annual subscription right now is including our top 10 special edition. So we are throwing that in there as a bonus because it's a ton of valuable content, about over 100 pages, if I remember correctly, um, and just some great, great strategies, insights from some of the most amazing people around the world. So check that out, get your discount, we hope you love it. Um, This has been a really hot edition of the magazine, and um, you can get a one-month free trial as well. So stop by, check it out, and if you love it, leave us a review on iTunes, it goes a really, really long way. All right. without further ado, let's get into this conversation and talk about spreading kindness. I know you're gonna dig this. I would just love to hear more about, you know, when you got involved and how KIND School's challenge, um, you know, uh, evolved and came to life and just kind of start with a little bit of that history there and then we'll get into the current initiatives. Does that work?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the KIND Foundation was established by KIND Healthy Snacks uh, in the beginning of 2016 and Through our foundation, our mission has always been to foster kinder and more empathetic communities, and it's really an amazing opportunity for us to be a separate charitable entity and really further the mission of the Kind brand. Um, You might be familiar with Kind Snacks as the maker of healthy, nutritious um, snack options, but what you might not know is that we were also founded with a mission to inspire and spread kindness and furthering that value of being kind has been part of our efforts since day one. And so when we established the foundation, we really started to think about ways that we can engage our community, how we can further these beliefs that in order to create stronger communities, we really need to foster people being kinder, being respectful, and connecting to one another. And we were introduced to Rick Weisbord, who is the head of Making Caring Common, a program of Harvard's Graduate School of Education, and we're really blown away by the work that they were doing there. And as we got to know them, we established, we said, you know, let's establish the first Kind Pools Challenge, and let's just do it small, see how it goes. And so last year we established a challenge going out to 120 of Making Caring Common schools to see what ideas their students had, um, what could students in their communities come up with um, to really take charge and to change these environments. We're seeing more and more that one in five students report being bullied in middle and high schools, and that just shouldn't be the case. And we need to give students the opportunities to actually tackle those challenges head on so that they can change their environment and feel safer, be more productive, and thrive in those environments. And so last year's response was incredible. And you got to know the winners, Billy, Chris, and Nick,
1: um,
0: who came out with an amazing program that they created with their teacher, Amy. And what they did was they shared stories that had similarities that they didn't even realize were common amongst the student body, whether it was facing challenges of homelessness and incarcerated parent. putting those stories on the board and having other students react. And what Billy, Chris, and Nick and their whole student community learned was that Through this effort, they were able to bring people together. Other cliques of students or other groups of students that they saw, they originally saw as different. But through these interactions, they realized that they were more alike, that people had shared similar experiences, that they could empathize. And it really brought that entire community together. So based on that experience, we teamed up with Harvard once again, and we're so thrilled applications are now open for this year's Kind of School Challenge. And the big difference this year is we're no longer limiting it to the Making Caring Common Network. We're opening this up nationally. Any mm-hmm. middle school and high school in America can take part. They, all they need to do is form a team of three to five students, find a teacher advisor, and address the challenges they're facing, whether it's bullying unkind behavior, discrimination, whatever they feel is making their school unkind, not caring, they have the opportunity to go out and address it. And we'll give them 10 of the top projects that are submitted, submitted a stipend, a small stipend to actually implement that program. And we'll also give the teacher advisor um, support as well financially so that the project can really come to life expert team at Harvard is also giving advice throughout their way so that they get expert help as they implement their program. Last year at the end, we were fortunate to come up with a toolkit so all of the 10 projects that we funded, other people can learn from those experiences and take it into their own networks. And what we love about this program is it empowers every student to have the opportunity to change their environment, to make it the caring, inclusive place that they want it to be.
1: I love that. And you're really coming at an approach from the ground up and teaching these values, you know, right when they're at a younger age. So they're dealing with a lot of, I mean, We've all been students before, and we know there's lots of um, stresses and pressures and all kinds of things, especially in some, you know, different schools have different problems. Um, So it's great that you're getting in at the ground up and helping them kind of, I guess, find I love that the idea of like seeing that they're not the only ones, they're not singled out. And that was really cool with last year's. And um, I was looking at some of the information you shared, and it says that Right now, you did a, 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 I guess, some research with MCC, and it revealed that only about 20% of the students believe that caring for others is more important than personal achievement or happiness, which I actually find that to be pretty profound because... You know, you always think that you put your own personal happiness and achievement um, first, but you have, uh, you know, 20% of people are saying caring for others is more important. And I'm seeing with younger generations, whether it's millennials or Generation Z, that they're just becoming so much more socially conscious and interested and, and understanding the value of caring for others. Um, you know, so I just found that to be very interesting. What, what were your thoughts on that research?
0: Yeah, you know, for us, I think that fact is staggering, Um, but I think that that statistic should be going up. Um, You know, we want people to not only care about their own personal achievement and happiness, but we know that to be kind, it means to really step outside of yourself and be an active actor within society. And so for us, it's so important to further that value of kindness, because it's really that being active, not being passive, stepping up and being respectful Um, stepping up to the bully as opposed to just watching it um, and being a bystander and watching something happen that you don't agree with. And so I think the more we can do to empower these students to take ownership of their environments and make it the kind place where you're really respecting one another, then I think the stronger we'll all be. I think what I was really struck by in um, making Caring Commons research is that only one in three students feel at, their, um, feel at their school that they don't care about one another. And so, you know, we want, we want to create the most caring and kind environments that we can
1: yeah yeah and I I really like that and you mentioned too they have to step kind of like outside of themselves and and help others and you can listen we've interviewed people like Tony Robbins and you know Ariana Huffington they all say the same thing you know the most successful people are people that actually have a mission right and they are they're playing for something that's bigger than themselves and I feel like this is such a aligned mindset that you guys are helping these students uh understand which is really powerful
0: and I think there's so many ways to look at this, and, and, and I think we should all feel really encouraged. I mean, you look at Billy, Chris, and Nick, and you see what they were able to do in their school, and you look at the other finalist schools we had last year, and to see their energy, enthusiasm, and dedication, it has an impact not only on themselves and how they'll continue throughout the rest of their school career, but also their, student, the, their fellow students as well, the faculty, and the greater community.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. So as you guys are, I guess, helping create these more uh, caring and kind environments, um, what do you see as the, um, I guess, results? Like, why is this so important and what is the trickle down effect that you're hoping for, I guess, that would basically translate to the future of these children, you know? There's a number of issues I guess this is really addressing, and I would just like to hear your thoughts on some of the most critical issues that this is, this is solving.
0: Yeah, for us, I think this is really making kindness more top of mind and reinforcing it as a value that we should all really continue to prioritize and think about as we go on with our daily lives. And so for us, kindness really calls on us to treat each other with respect, compassion, and empathy. And it means taking that effort to listen and get to know people that you might not otherwise get to know. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it's really that that value and that mindset of thinking beyond yourself and really always looking at others, not just your own personal gain. And so for us, it's It goes well beyond this program. We hope that it's a mindset that people continue to prioritize and celebrate um, in their own lives.
1: Yeah, and I love that. And I love that you talk about it as a mindset because I see it as this really great transition in, you know, helping, I guess, shape people's values. And at a younger age, to learn respect, compassion, and empathy um, is so important. And empathy really stands out to me because, Playing in the space of social entrepreneurship, empathy is one of the number one, um, you know, attributes that will really make you a great social entrepreneur because you really have to put yourself in a place of someone else, right? And understand how they feel and where they're coming from to to motivate yourself in order to take action. Like you said, you have to activate yourself. Um, so I can just see you guys are, you're kind of like cultivating the future of social entrepreneurs. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it really is an incredible opportunity to start to work with young people and really building um, future leaders. I think to be successful in today's society, particularly as we become increasingly polarized, we need to remember that these values of kindness, empathy, listening, and thinking outside of yourself, bridging divides, are all critical um, as you move forward and in order to be successful and address social issues. 100%
1: 100% and you know I feel like a lot of people hear this stuff oh yeah yeah respect kindness and they don't take it as seriously as as, as they should and so many people get hung up on the tactical the strategic and I want to, you know, you go on the Instagram pages today and you see everyone with their Lamborghinis and fancy cars and promoting the material items. But when it comes down to success, like you said, um, if you analyze all these successful people, some of the most important attributes are the fact that they are compassionate. They do have empathy and they're doing something that is beyond themselves. It's not just about making the money. And it's it's really, you truly are cultivating a more successful mindset in these young students, which is, I just think, brilliant, which I just love it.
0: Yeah. Um, and to go a little off topic, yeah. um, you know, you were talking about your social entrepreneurs and opening up their minds. And what's really interesting at the Kind Foundation, how we've spent a lot of our year here is thinking about how do we um, address the, the filter bubbles that people live in. You know, only 5% of people see worldviews different than their own right now on social media. And to us, particularly after the election, that was a really shocking fact. Um, and so what we did was we created a Facebook tool where anyone who's over the age of 18, so not for a kind schools challenge audience, could go on and their Facebook profile would be evaluated based on your current hometown, your location, your age, your gender, your likes and shares, and pair you up with people who are seemingly dissimilar to follow.
1: Yeah. And
0: it was a chance for people to start to listen, to be introduced to what they might perceive as the other so that there's these touch points of getting to know people beyond their politics, We you know, their interests, whether they like cats or dogs or certain sports, to really start to connect people and realize that we're much more alike than we realize, and that there's opportunities for connections and getting to know people that you might not meet otherwise.
1: Yeah, that's actually really uh, cool. I think that's great. Um, is there going to be, so you've been focused on these younger students. What about the university level? I mean, they now, you know, it's amazing how something like this idea of social entrepreneurship has started booming. It's been around for many years, but it's really just started getting traction in the past several years. I'm wondering about getting these types of programs into a university level where it's, you know, taking a similar push as, you know, social entrepreneurship has been around for many years, but it's really started blossoming in the past several where just several years ago it wasn't in any universities but now it's in you know 20 universities including most of the major universities which is really exciting because we're seeing that they are um, you know appealing to these students who want to pursue meaningful work you know these acts of kindness how do you make money while you're actually pursuing these missions and i'm just curious um you know Is this something you guys foresee as expanding into a university level?
0: No, that's a great question. You know, right now we're evaluating all different points of a young person's journey until they enter the workforce, Um, whether that's at the third and fourth grade level, whether that's the middle school and high school range we're looking at, as well as college. For us, I I can give you a little teaser. Our next step is going to be that third and fourth grade age range, just because we think it's a really interesting opportunity in terms of, um, you know, the development of a child and their ability to accept different viewpoints and understand different viewpoints. But we're also exploring those older age groups as well, because we think there's so many interesting moments in time in one's journey that... Is a chance to infuse and reevaluate and self-evaluate and think about these values and how you interact with the people around you right. and how that can affect um, your future career and what you do and how you impact society. Um, to take a step back, you know, last year we were really proud here. Um, the KIND Foundation and venture for america hosted an entrepreneurship summit for entrepreneurs who wanted to build businesses with a social impact as well as being economically sustainable yeah. and it was a free conference we shut down our doors um, everyone at kind headquarters actually volunteered and gave their time and it was an opportunity to workshop challenges that these entrepreneurs faced give them advice, all of the KIND team was there, so if a social entrepreneur had a question about IT or HR or finance, they were able to get direct resources and support. We also did um, you know, some really exciting sessions with people like Ariana Huffington as well as Daniel Lubezki, um, KIND Snack CEO and founder, so it was really an incredible day and an opportunity to give back to our own history that, you know, KIND is really proud to be a, a business with a social purpose and a chance to really encourage that next generation of social entrepreneurs. We need more of it. More people that are thinking about how do I create a great business, but also have an impact at the same time.
1: Love that. Well, I, I want to be respectful of your of your time, and um, if there's anything else that I'm missing, we can jump into it. I. I love what you guys are doing and I love the approach you're taking. And I, I think you're right. I think it can ex- I mean, obviously when you're in third or fourth grade, those are the prime times to really start ingraining these, these values. And then from my perspective, when you really get into the older university levels, you know, 18 years old or so, these guys still don't know what direction they want to go. So really, showing them the value of these things because they show this curiosity and they have they have their own personal values now, which you know all the data from Deloitte and Pew, you can see it. They're, they they want to buy the sustainable products. They want to do work that actually aligns to their values. Um, they're trying to figure these things out, and so understanding these philosophies around empathy and compassion and how to do that stuff. Um, I just find it so applicable, right? So it seems like you guys are on a really good track with um, what you're doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, thank you for saying that. Um, we're really proud of the work we're doing. You know, we're obviously a small foundation, but we love the work and, and we really hope that people take advantage of these programs and that they have um, a lasting impact. Uh, two last plugs, if that's okay. Yeah, you know, the submission for projects is... Um, to be a part of the challenge is closes on October 20th. And I know everyone has a favorite teacher in their life, or maybe they have a child in school, a middle school or high school. Yeah. And I just encourage as many people across the country to get involved, to think of an idea, um, and to submit it and to really make an effort to make their schools kinder and more caring and, and see the impact that it has. Um, The other thing is, is in terms of your social entrepreneurs and all those looking for ideas out there, I encourage them to look at the Kind Schools Challenge toolkit that came out of last year. I think a lot of the ideas there can be used by anyone as you think about how to integrate kindness into your own life, whether it's sharing stories and finding out how you're similar or different and having an interesting Debate or conversation and learning different points of views. That's a great way of bringing people together. Another way is giving compliments to people, leaving someone a note, whether it's in person and sharing that note, whether it's leaving a post-it on their desk. There's so many ways to facilitate kindness in the workplace as well as in a classroom. Maybe start the day with a friendly greeting. Um, Another way is encouraging gratitude and then taking that practice of gratitude and then going out and thanking the people in your life. Yeah. Being a mentor to someone or just making kindness visual, putting kindness signs up around just to remind you, giving yourself that friendly reminder. What I love about kind, um, we did a quick survey of the team. And what we learned from it is that over 90% of the kind team feels kinder since work feels that kindness are more top of mind than it was before they got here because we're talking about it all the time. And so I just think taking these tips and tricks that we're giving to middle school and high schoolers could be applied to social entrepreneurs and anyone to make this more a part of your daily life and a great reminder of how you should have a way you can approach the world.
1: I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's great. And, and you're right. Keeping it in front of people, the small acts all are so important. And the visual uh, angle that you talked about. Um, just really kind of like integrating it throughout your, your daily life, right? It's not just this one-off thing that you consider. It's something that becomes daily habit and should be interwoven all throughout. So that's a great, great tip. And we'll have to check out that toolkit and we can share that on the website as well. Um, what, what's the best URL for people to find more information about, about what you guys are doing?